This is a tripod broadcast. You're listening to Barnhill Outdoors Podcast. Just three average, raw, relatable hunters sharing tactics, tips, and stories. No scripts. So just sit back and enjoy the reliving of outdoor memories and their pursuit for a new adventure. Welcome back to Barnhill Outdoors. This is episode 15. Number uh, one five. Is it? I guess it would be technically our 16th episode though, right? Yeah, if you don't. If, if you, you count, count to zero, zero, zero. I don't know why we did that. That was that was silly because it's confusing now. So episode 15. And today we have with us a special guest host. Hello. Sky. My name is Sky Broyles. <laughs> and... As we were saying before, Rick is not with us because he is in the military and he is uh, in Chicago helping with COVID vaccines. But uh, yeah, so what do you guys want to talk about today? We kind of had a different plan scheduled today and then it uh, didn't happen. So we're going to pull an audible and talk about something else. We can talk about our extreme duck hunt down to tennessee how incredible that was yeah oh how, boy how fruitful it was, <laughs> it was i did not go no I, obviously but we didn't do well but defined well well we, there was we claimed one wholesome deck yeah three well i only hunted two hunts technically you guys hunted three, three i hunted hunts. three pet yeah hunted four so there was a lot of ducks there and I think early season in the spots we were at, we would have done well. But I think the, I mean, the birds were just stale. They seen, they've seen all of the decoy spreads down there. They've heard every call. And it's funny to be like, Don't, quit calling at them. Quit calling at them. Call at them. Call at them. <laughs> we didn't know what the birds wanted. So, I mean, it was fun. But it's just every bird that, even the singles that look like they'd come in, you you chatter at them, you start calling at them, and they'd flare almost immediately. Yeah. And they just bye bye. Hmm. But the uh, the pits and blinds uh, that we hunted were the nicest I've ever been in. I mean, really, they were legit. Yeah, the one of them like it was the size of this room that was completely underground with like a full kitchen in it. Yeah, Holy it electric everything. Yeah, it was definitely that was not the nicest it. pit I've ever been in. Yeah, lights everywhere. It the shooting was, deck was huge. I mean, you fit ten people easily. Really, mm-hmm. wow. So it was comfort versus killing. Killing. Whereas and like our hunt in Grand Pass was killing over comfort. Yeah. That was complete opposite. I I prefer the killing over comfort still. However, I would comfort prefer right. comfort and killing. Yeah, but you gotta pay a lot of money for that. Or know somebody, yeah. Or know somebody. Yep. So if anybody out there uh, wants to give us a comfort and killing experience on ducks uh, anywhere in the Midwest. A combo package. Yeah, combo. I mean... I'm not going to go, but I can at least offer you all a combo package that I don't have yet. You would go if we had a combo package. Comfort and kill. I I can't do it. Oh, come on. One hunt. Why won't you come? Because I know I'll get hooked, and then that's just one more thing that I've got to think about. And deer (laughs) and turkey, that's all I need. And I go squirrel and rabbit once a year. So I am, however, doing more trout fishing now than yeah. I ever have. So mm-hmm. I really, I really enjoy that. You got hooked on the on the trout. I definitely got hooked. Yeah, especially with 
doing fly rods now and to say yep. you do a lot more fly fishing than what we do now i do yeah so you keep knocking my mic keeps I'm, i got mics on both sides of me <laughs> kind of crammed in there we need a small bigger table. bigger area bigger table yeah trout fishing i mean we've been doing it forever yeah, but you... i've just recently got into the fly fishing yep i did see him with my own eyes catch a trout with fly rod it, so i knew he wasn't lying it's it's real it happened <laughs> it, it, i was real. there he was there i was there yeah it was fun <laughs> We went to yeah. uh, Merrimack State Park that day, which is the first time I've ever trout fished at Merrimack. Did That's you go when Merrimack St- was there too? I'm, I'm sorry. Not Merrimack State Park. Merrimack Springs. Springs. Yeah. Totally different park. Yep. Gotcha. But no, I did not go. I just went when you went. Okay. That was the first time I had been there as well. Yeah. And you've been since so, with your father-in-law. Yep. This last Saturday we went again. So. And you caught a few more than we did the first time? Yeah. Um, yeah, so I don't know, like, if it was just the day or, you know, my father-in-law went down prior to all of us going down. He went down, like, a week and a half, two weeks prior to that and just told me he, like, tore it up. Said he was, like, tallying up in the 30s and 40s. Yeah, that's what that's what he tell me. You're yeah. like, hey, my father-in-law I know. was down here. He, he caught 30 fish in two hours. I'm like, that's what he told let's me. go. He's like, I caught 30 fish in two hours in the same hole. And I'm like. You gotta freaking be kidding me! So I'm like, I'm getting every, all these, all you guys hyped up. I'm hyping myself up. We caught like four fish the whole freaking day. <laughs> like either he's full of it or we are terrible. But when I did go back down this last Saturday, he did tally. He was in the 20s, if not in the 30s. So I caught more than I caught the first time I went there. So. But was he guiding you or? Oh heck no, he don't guide me. He just <laughs> he says he'll hey. watch you catch the fish. But then if you ask him something, he's like, oh, I don't know, man. You're just gonna have to figure it out. <laughs> I'm like, so he doesn't okay. even give you the the secrets of what he's using, like bait wise. Uh, he did finally tell me like he's been calling it his secret weapon, which is this um this mop fly that he's been using, and like usually during the slow period of the day. Everybody else doesn't really catch a lot of fish. I mean, he's just like, just reeling them in, reeling them in. Hmm. I just keep telling everybody he dips all his stuff in power bait in front of people. <laughs> it's quite comical. Yeah. He just said it was a secret bait, and then he just told everybody it's a mop fly. Yeah, I didn't tell him what <laughs> Secret's color. Secret's out. I didn't tell him what color, though. Black and yellow? No. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a thing. Black and yellow, black and yellow. That was the black and yellow is the color to of choice at Bennett. Everybody uses black and yellow there. They do. Jigs. I crackle backs. I do not. I don't midge. I don't really stick with uh we use a lot of white mini jigs. They've got um like their John Deere mini jigs. They've got like an assortment of glow balls, but then they also they they only hit on certain ones too. So mm-hmm. um I've caught a lot on like the orange and with a little peach dot, and then just recently I didn't I did catch a few on a multicolor, which is like a little pink, a little orange, and then um, I think it had like a little white on one side or something, just like a little fruity looking one, but fruity, fruity, yeah, like fruity pebbles, like I don't know, <laughs> fruity pebbles. That sounds good. So, are you more of a glow ball or white mini jig? I know you said. 
use white magic. I, I, to be honest with you, if if I if I cast a dozen times and I don't get a bite or nothing on something, I'm switching. So I'm just constantly whatever going it, through it going through. So yeah, um, it, the same way. Yeah, it just it just depends. Like if they're hitting on the same bait, <clears throat> I now have. I just recently bought like sixty white mini jigs from sixty. <laughs> yeah, I got a I got a good, decent deal. I hope so. And then my father in law bought thirty, oh. so I have thirty of them now. But uh, but I do typically catch more fish. I would say on mini jigs and glow balls. More, I'd say more so on yeah the white mini jigs. They're just hard to beat. I've something caught about them. Most of the know. fish I've ever caught, fly, like. In the fly only area is off a glow ball. Off a glow ball. Mm, orange glow ball, pink They're glow ball. They're hard to set the hook. That's yeah. the and see that's what like just learning especially with a fly rod's different than the spinner rod because with a spinner rod I got pretty pretty good at catching them off a glow ball. But then when you switch to a fly rod it like just ups the game that much more. Mm. So then there's other variables that play into you don't normally even have to think about with a spinner rod. So it definitely makes the challenge go up. I think that's why I like it. It's hard for sure. They always say that's if, the bow hunting of if they of fishing. anybody that says you will catch more fish on a fly rod is a liar, <laughs> a liar. Unless you're really good at it. Unless you're really good at it, like my father-in-law, who's had like 30 years' experience. Yeah, on it. he's he's pretty good. So. Yeah, I don't catch near the same amount of fish on a fly rod than I do as I do with the spinner. It's just crazy. I mean, I know a lot of fishing. You know, different species, you know, there's a variety of ways to catch them. But trout, to me, has, like, the largest variety. They're very of, wide, yeah. You but, can do spinner flies, and you can use flies with your spinner. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's so vast. It's, yeah. It's a, it's a art of fishing, in my opinion. I mean, not saying that, you know, catfishing doesn't have its own art form, but fly fishing is an art to be able to accomplish i think successfully in my opinion yeah yeah i feel i've i've always for no longer than i have been doing the fly fishing like i've only fly fished like three times um i think i feel way more accomplished catching a trout on a fly rod fly rod than i ever did off a spinner rod i'm just like as soon as you get it hooked and then you know then you're reeling your extra line in while trying to hold the line tight on the fish and trying to reel everything on in so it's a it's a it's a good feeling to catch one on a on a fly rod. So, yeah, like you said, it's like the equivalent of shooting your first deer with your bow as opposed to just shooting with a rifle or exactly shotgun or something. No better feeling than sticking them with a bow. <laughs> That's very true. Which I did twice this year, last year, technically last year, last last season. Yeah, I didn't kill any with my bow. Really, this past season, I killed one. So the one that I killed this past season was with my rifle. I killed, yeah, the one with two with the bow, and that would be all. I didn't kill anything with the rifle this year. I got one with the bow, and then one with the rifle, and then two with muzzleloader. Nice. So nice. I did pretty decent. Yeah. Not too shabby. No, not too shabby at all. Feels It feels weird that's over already, like deer season is over. I don't know. I didn't hunt as much this year, I guess, but it just seemed like it went really fast. It always does. Yeah. 
I was like, well, I got more time because I. It seems like it's getting harder and harder for me to get out in the woods with I'm having the, a family and everything. Mm, yep, I'm the same way. That's what I like. I kind of told told her that I wasn't gonna do any bow like bow hunt hardcore like I have in the past. So I kind of mellowed that out. I still went out like opening day of rifle season, you know, that weekend. But then I just kind of kind of petered out a little bit. So I gotta save all my time for turkey birds. Turkey turkeys. That's the next one. Rooster gobbles. Thunder throats. <laughs> Thunder throats. <laughs> Thunder throats. Thunder chickens. It's funny because in the spring, what you had to look forward to for me is fishing. You know, the trout parks in, in Missouri open back up. And then obviously you have turkeys. So that's what you had to look forward to. And then it's nothing. Yeah, the summertime September. is pretty pretty lame it's just it gets to the point that it's not enjoyable to be outside because it's so hot for me yeah i just i hate the heat so when it gets up in the 90s i want nothing to do with outside it gets in the 90s and you're going inside <laughs> you're gonna hibernate in the summer yep yeah that's when i hibernate it's in the summertime and i work outside technically uh sit in a glass cab but uh <laughs> Sometimes it does it it has its advantages and sometimes it does not have its advantages. So so most time in the summertime's usually like a freaking sauna mm-hmm. and I'm cooking mm-hmm. like a toasted cheeseburger. I do not envy you. Yeah. Um also coming up in March will be Missouri's snagging season will be opening back up again. Mm-hmm. March Which 15th, I believe. I have not Partaken that in quite a few years. That is, I've, it's a, uh, it's fun. It's probably been, I think it's been like five or six years since I've snagged. Really? It's it's really been that long. Yeah, that's true. In our early days. Yeah. Now you guys, you guys went previous years, didn't you? Or like we go down to Lake of the Ozarks. Okay, now. that's what I thought. Yeah, and we're y'all did going. y'all did pretty good the one year, didn't you? We did good. Two years in a row, well, two years in a row we did pretty good. Yeah. That year you went was our best. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good. I just most, one. I just recently looked at them, pictures of them. Spoonies. Spooners. How big was Jordan's? 72, I think. 72 pounds. That's it's, a big one. It was a big boy. Yeah, that's yeah. a big one. Last year was terrible because it was super windy. Mm. It was like driving through the ocean. It got a little spooky at times because yeah. we had a storm that hit us. Oh, man. I got drenched with waves, and I mean, it was bad. When was that, last year? Mm-hmm. So hopefully this year will be a little better. Oh, but at the lake, that wire that our skies is still hanging there. Oh, yeah, at that one lake. I may or may have not. I don't know. Have I ever have I even told that story on here yet? Yeah, I think, yeah, I think we have. Yeah. On one of our but, first episodes. Oh, okay. Yeah. But my snagging line is like, 200 yards out and like 100 yards up and may or may not have wrapped around a electric line. It was a long ways. I don't know it was if it was a long ways. I don't know if it was 200 yards, I don't but know, it was but a long, long ways. Yep. Yeah. It made a nice pop. It's like, gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> Time to pack it up. Yeah. I'm lucky. I'm, pro- I'm probably lucky I didn't get lit up because my line was wet. Right. 
Yeah, and I'm standing on the ground. Yeah, how does that work? Unless like my that? line just was not a conductor, but you would think with the water yeah. on the line. I think it would just went straight through your line all the way to your rod. Yeah. And, and lit you up like a Christmas tree. Well, your lit rod me. was, the handle was covered in that, was it rubber foam? Yeah. So, so that made that, yeah. Yeah, that foamy type stuff. Several times I have escaped death in my life. That would be one of them. Yeah. See, our early, since we're talking about snacking, our early snacking experiences were always just Asian carp. Right. Well, Asians and then them big head and then we would, every great once in a while we get into them buffalo. Yeah, I don't. Did we ever haul them in? I just remember we'd get like their scales on the. Most of the time, we would just hit them and like about knock the living daylights out of us, <laughs> and we'd either like almost fall in or we would fall backwards, and you'd get the chunk of a scale off one oh, of them buffalo. Oh yeah, scales huge. And buffalo carp were just massive. I did shoot one of them with the with that bow fishing rig that time. That thing was a monster. How big they get big. They're uh, real fat. I don't know. It was a chunk, man. They don't have because. I've caught some that have been about two foot long, but they're like eight inches wide. Yeah. They're so they're for a carp. They're really wide, and they they are all there. Yeah, it's a, it was it was healthy. It was healthy for sure. I've been eating well. I'd say it's probably close to thirty pounds, maybe. I don't know. I so, was, yeah. All I know is it took another the guy that we were with. Were you there when I shot that or no? I don't think so. I think it was with my buddy Jeff. And when Jeff or I shot him, Jeff had to stick another arrow in him. Just to be able to pull him up. Pull him in. Yeah. It was, it was big. The only time I've seen you personally struggle is when you hooked into that silver carp. I tell you what, you can say all you want, but silver carp fight harder than like any other fish in Missouri. Something about it. It don't matter where <laughs> you hook him. Especially when he's a 25, 30 pound silver carp. I don't know. If, yeah. I don't know how big he was, but. You hook them in the tail, it's big, or even in the side. It just seems like they just go freaking nuts. Because I noticed big head carp and the spoonies. When you hook into them, you feel like you're just dragging in this big log. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how the yeah, that's how the big head was. That one that was almost forty pounds. I think that one I caught it was huge, but it was yeah. like pulling in a log. Like yeah, you said. it was just lo- it was a dead weight in the water. Yeah. But that silver, <laughs> I hit that off that dock, and I, I mean, I about. Went to my knees. That was that sky's secret place. A secret spot over there in the yeah. secrecies. <laughs> it's very secret. It was challenging to cast two two snagging rods off the dock. That's, yes. what, that's what the challenge was because yeah. usually we'd be standing on each end and you would hear a land if that was that freaking hook going flying past your face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you get that? I mean, because at that point we weren't, we weren't trolling in the, you know, behind a boat, mm-hmm. you know, during that snagging season we were just we were just bank fishing i guess is what you call it i don't know yeah and it was uh it was was challenging if you didn't have a lot of space yeah because in that springtime we got some really nasty storms when we were out there yeah it was it was rough yeah especially when the tornado sirens go off (laughs) that was stupid because we saw that sky was green green as it could be we're like eh yeah we'll be all right we're tough we're under a fire yeah, yeah. We'll weather it out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we did build a fire too. I think we did. Yeah, for a yeah. moment, and then that rain came and, and the wind. Oh. Yeah, it was just like yeah. the wind blowing. You could hear birds, and then everything just went dead silent, yeah. like instantly, not a sound. And then you hear the tornado sirens going off in the next town up, and you were like, "Ah, oh, crap!" <laughs> <laughs> then it started hailing. 
it hailed on us too down at uh this other spot that we snagged and uh lightning i used to have a video on my phone of it lightning and stuff and it was that was pretty wicked it hit a tree fairly close to us if yeah you recall. Mm. i don't know if i was with you on that one i think you were as the three of us i'm pretty sure mm. yeah we oh. were we were up underneath the in the slough underneath the oh yeah yep so close to that dam mm-hmm. yep the secret dam the secret <laughs> it's dam. a secret you can't know where we're at <laughs> nope <laughs> Because we do so well there. Yeah. We don't want you to steal our secret spot. We don't need any posers. Any who? Posers. 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 You hoser. (laughs) Oh, God. This episode. Uh, Yeah, what else you guys want to talk about since this one's uh, like just all over the place? Yeah. I mean, you went arrowhead hunting recently. So show me some arrowheads. I did, yeah. I usually... uh, dabble in the arrowhead hunting yeah. quite a bit um so yeah i found a couple whole ones just some woodland type arrowheads so i don't know what that means it's just like the error like it's oh, more error. of an earlier error of indians hmm. so but most of them are I, I do find quite a bit but i also do quite a bit of walking as well so again that's why I can't go duck hunting. I have limited things. You got to cut something out to Arrowheads, fit ducks in there. Turkeys and deer and fish and trout fishing. <laughs> I, can't, I can't. That's that's too much. Arrowheads, snagging turkeys uh, and deer, <laughs> trout fishing. Well, think I think about it. Snagging, rabbit hunting, squirrel hunting, other types of fishing other than trout. Technically, you don't do that a whole lot throughout the yeah. year. It's more of a one and done type deal or. We'll do a on a whim or something. Yeah. yeah, we do do some bass fishing and stuff, but which is something we should take our fly rods down to is yes. my pond. I agree, and catch some bluegill and crappie and bass. Yeah, that would be cool. Do be some, fun. do some. Uh, what do you call it? Stripping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's another thing I wanted. I want to try to learn while fly fishing is the strip line, or yep. sinking line, the sinking line. Yeah, where you just strip it in yep. on the bottom of the river or whatever. You have to buy another spool. Yeah. It's a whole other deal. <laughs> it's a whole other deal, yeah. Cha-ching, cha-ching. Cha-ching, cha-ching. And see, then if you're dry flying, expensive. if you're dry flying, then you're constantly, you'll see them guys just whipping it up in the air, drying the fly off, mm. then recasting it out and letting it lay down on there dry so it'll stay in the bubble on top of the water. Can't it's, do that. It's, it's freaking nuts watching somebody that really knows how yeah. to fly fish. I've also might go golfing a few times this summer, so. Cha-ching, cha-ching. Yeah, I don't golf. I, I I used to. I get I took lessons and stuff, but it's fun. Went. It's more of a social event. Yeah. yeah, I recently acquired some clubs, so I'm down. Let's do it. Clubs. Yeah, let's go. I, I like driving the golf cart. No. Oh, driving the golf cart. Oh, you mean that key? That. <laughs> you just like driving the ball. Yeah. With the driver. Yep. Just. Smacking her as hard as you can. Yep. <laughs> smacking her as hard as can. The, the golf with, ball. With golf the, ball. The golf ball with the proper form, of course. Yes. I don't have good form. I do know form, believe it or not. I have seen you hit a golf ball once. It went mm-hmm. farther than I could see it go down. But there's also trees, so. Yeah. I'll say that. I have no form. I played once. 
about 15 years ago or better. You're ready. Let's go. I'm ready. Ready for it. This 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 yeah. podcast has nothing to do with golf, right? It's an outdoor podcast. I guess, yeah. So it's an Barnhill outdoor, outdoor event. Brick's big goal today, or not today, <laughs> in the future, is to film a golf game. Oh, yeah. Rick does want to go to some place in the Ozarks, I think, that's like $200 a round. Come again? $200 for 18 um, holes. Nope. I'll be out. Sorry, Yeah, Rick. I'm going to pass on that one, Rick. You'll have to tell us how it you goes. Said that, that's a bucket list type yeah. deal. A bucket list. My bucket, but okay. We can go Me to- Me and Rick have some different bucket list ideas. <laughs> yeah. Elk, moose, bear- you don't want to do any of that? No, I do. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, but that would be like on my bucket list right. of stuff to do. A dove hunt in Venezuela. A who $4,000 to shoot a dove. A dove? <laughs> but all the doves you could ever... Some limits, don't they? Like 30 a day, nah. though. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have limits in Venezuela. Nope. Go down there and shoot as many limits. as you want. You Just can't shoot parakeets down there, too, I think. I always want to know what a parakeet tastes like. <laughs> I never even thought about killing a parakeet. What is the what's the the foreign turkey thing? What is it? What are they called? Uh, Gould. Gould. For some reason, I've always wanted to shoot one of them. So Those that, things are, that might be on my bucket list. That's a really pretty turkey. They kind of look more like a peacock, don't they? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah they're kind of crazy looking. I believe it's a gold. 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 That's if right. we're it's wrong. Like, Write it in the comments yeah. and correct us. Yes, put please. it in the comments on this. We know what it looks like. We don't need no picture. Just tell me what the name is. <laughs> and then there's another one that starts with an O. It's not Osceola either. It's something else like that. Okay. <laughs> but again, if you remember that name, let us know. Grand Slam would be fun, though. I, I would love to get a Grand Slam. So, yep. I I would just be happy to kill a Merriam. Merriam is a definitely would, high on my bucket list. That would be awesome. Like I'm considering, not this year probably, but next year or the year after that, just going to Nebraska, like the western side of Nebraska. Public ground or Just something. go to public ground, try to shoot a Merriam. That would be cool. My, be awesome. my, uncle, my uncle has went on several hunts where they guide you and everything like that. And he was like, you know, real. he's like, for under $1,000, you're pretty much guaranteed a bird. So I think he said he paid like seven and some change or something like that. But I mean, and honestly, that's not bad. No, I mean, so and that's you know for you, that's for your food, your stay. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like a little like a like package a three or deal. four day or something. Yeah, I think I think it was a three a three day hunt or something. So it's honestly, that wasn't bad. I don't know. I've seen but, some videos of guys that go to Nebraska and there's turkeys everywhere. Yeah, the Super Jake, everywhere. Of, Super Jake's cracked me up. Super Jake. What is Super Jake for our yeah, listeners? Tell, tell Super us. Jake is like a very adolescent Tom that's, some of them can be like 20 pounds, you know, but they just got like a little kicker beard that's only about four inches long and they just think they rule think the roost. Think they rule the roost. Yeah. It's called Super Jake. Super Jake. <laughs> <laughs> is that how he sounds? Yep. We've but uh, a grand slam for any of you guys that don't know, most of you watching this probably do. But in case you don't, 
it consists of four types of birds that are common in the United States. Yes. And those four are as listed. There's nothing listed. (laughs) (laughs) Number one. (laughs) Eastern. Eastern. Number two, Rio. Number three, Merriam. And number four, Osceola. And that's a Florida bird, isn't it? That is, yes. 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 I would like, yeah, Florida board. Florida 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 board. (laughs) Florida bird would be awesome to kill as well. In the Everglades, trying not to be killed by everything else they got going on down there. Gators. Gators. I'm going to do some get on. Super pythons. A lot of get on. (laughs) (laughs) And monkeys too now. They have monkeys in the Everglades? They're in Florida. And they can kill you with one bite. Disease. Huh. They do have a disease that like kills you if they bite you. They rip a monkey's head off. They're trying to bite me. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck They're real fast. Yeah. They, re- huh. they can't outrun bullets, though. <laughs> not a lot can. No. <laughs> not a lot can. <laughs> I don't know anything that can outrun a bullet. Uh, Yeah, that doesn't. It's not possible. Light. Light what? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, light. Light can outrun a bullet, yeah. That's very true. Brett, you all right over there? Yep. (laughs) You've lost your focus. Lost, lost, lost. I've lost my marbles. Where are we at on the time? Yeah, 51, but some of that's... We weren't really started yet. Yeah. So is there anything else you all want to speak about? Did everybody get their uh, guns and equipment put away from deer season and all cleaned and tucked away? Uh, I don't know about cleaned, but tucked away. I didn't really get it out much, though. Yeah. I haven't cleaned any of my guns since. I need to clean shotguns, I think, again. Although I would like to do... One more rabbit hunt before season's over, which we have. We finally got a decent snow. Yeah. It's going to be gone tomorrow, but, I mean, we got one. I don't, I don't <laughs> think so, is it? High of 34 or 5, yeah. Mm, it's right. gone. Slowly melts, it's, I don't it's, know. It's, 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 yeah. All right, well, if you guys don't have anything else to talk about, I guess we can uh, wrap the show up. Um, you guys can find us on YouTube. Please subscribe to our channel. You can find us at Barnhill Outdoors Podcast. Yep. Yep, and hit that uh, like button and hit the bell for notifications. That'll yep. let you know when we release new videos. Yep, please comment as well. Let us know what you liked, what you didn't like. Um, answer our questions on what that turkey is down in Mexico. I'm pretty sure it's gold, but just yeah. to confirm. Be interesting. Um, you can also find us on all of the podcast outlets. We're on every one of them, I believe, that I know of. Uh, it's under Tripod Broadcasting. And then look for Barnhill Outdoors. And then on Instagram, please follow us. And that handle is... It is Barnhill underscore OD underscore podcast. There you have it. That's it. We will try... I think we're going to try to possibly make it to some trade shows coming up. Uh, We won't have a booth or anything, but we try to walk around and talk to y'all and maybe get somebody else on the show, so... Let us know if you're interested, and uh, I think that's it. Yep. All right. See you guys next time.